0: Hello, Hashtag First TV family, and welcome. It's week 219. Yes, I'm Aaron Mack, and I'm here with my good friend, Blank Screen, a.k.a. CBC. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> a.k.a. CBC. Basic of Complexity. And today, I will take it away with the number in our... No- number share program, I don't know what we're gonna call it, but um, it is a randomly generated question. So the first press, well, the first, because I do two presses, then one press, then eight press or nine press, and we all have to go with like that. So for press number two, the question is, Rolling, rolling, rolling. And if I want it, we'll go with it. If not, we'll roll it again. So the first question is, what do you like the most about, insert any city of residence? Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Insert city of residence, not any city of residence. (laughs) What I like about Cleveland I actually, and I talk about this a lot. I, I was talking with one of my friends this past weekend about how I, I talk to Uber drivers a lot and we have a lot of conversation. And he's like, you're really um outgoing with talking with Uber drivers. And I'm like, I guess, I don't know. But what I like about Cleveland, I like I like a lot. I like that it's a small city but it has everything in it that you would find in the big city, like Cleveland's theater district is second only to New York City, like real talk that is outstanding in my opinion. and there there's so much more that, and the fact that you have everything in it that you would find in the big city, but it's actually a small city. Oh, Quincy is with us. Hey friend. And uh, yes, Mm -hmm. and I love getting text messages in the middle of my screen. And when Admire in Chicago, they had a lot of food places. I know that's right. Yeah, Cleveland also is really good on food. All right. And Kevin, you're taking it away with the brand new song. Yeah. and if you could also turn your camera sideways that'd be marvelous Something yes marvelous stuff
1: my um wow crazy my new school song um and this definitely goes to those of us that are a little older um actually it's the artist isn't really old, old, they're just older. It's actually uh sung by wow, crazy, but um, i am this my <laughs> crush from years ago, actually, raised me, of formerly of the group Beach Girl, and he's uh brand new song, and it's called No Guidance. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's a song that's found on all the major platforms, streaming mm-hmm. services. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's a real chill song. Something you could like, for example play like if you're cleaning the house or something so <laughs> okay <laughs> it's like I said it's real laid back and chill um so overall I think it's a good song despite my old school crush but yeah and seeing itself, we all get older. So, like myself, he is in his late uh, 30s.
0: And, oh. It seemed like yes, only yesterday we were all in our teens, right? <laughs> I know. Anyway, but yes, yes. Yes. He's an 85 baby. We are 83. Uh, Biju Gay came out when they were 16. So 16, 17, 18. So, so yeah, we, we were 18, 19. And came, anyway, whatever. You you know, I love me some Rasby. I saw he was talking about that song on his while he was appearing on the red carpet of BET's Stellar Awards. So it's like, he's like, it's a spiritual song. So that's part of the reason that I sort of chuckled when you were like, you can clean your house with it. Because I'm like, it's a song that he's like, it clearly means something. And you're like, yeah, it's a fun song to like clean your house or I don't know, like use the best, let me stop. Anyway, but yes, no. Yeah, I actually like that song too. And the video and hashtag Verse TV has shown the video. Yes.
1: Like said, it's a real just laid back song. Nothing extra or extreme.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: So, yeah, it's real just chill laid back and just something you could play, like, I'll even say, like, on a speaker or whatever. If you're doing, like, house tours or something, it's just something to listen to. Hmm.
0: Okay. So,
1: Yeah,
0: like the song. It's a very good song, absolutely. Raz can sing and interpret lyrics, and that's a good thing. So, my older song, it's a little bit older than what we often do, but it's not quite as older when I brought it to a 75 last week. But, um, 88, Never Die Young by James Taylor on the album with the same title, Never Die Young. Uh, that is has been one of my favorite songs ever for years. Like, I actually remember living in Middletown, New York. And we were in, like, like I, I, for whatever reason, I connect hearing that song with one of the times we were in Wendy's when I was a little kid. But I love that song, and it's beautiful. And I initially, not initially, but after, like, really getting into the lyrics, I was kind of thinking, like, this would actually be a really beautiful description of a same-gender-loving relationship, you know? Talking about, like, with their backs to the wall and people... Just being against this love, this love. Pe- people were against their love and they still rose above because they were to the to the sky, to the moon. Um, we, I'm sorry. I'm forgetting the exact lyric, but it's beautiful talking about. Working together. I'm also a big fan of James Taylor in general. Mm -hmm. Also because he is a fellow born on Friday person. And he mentioned that in one of his other songs that will probably be one of my songs one day. So I'm not going to go into it right now, but he's a Friday baby. So he's a Kofi because people with the name Kofi, Kofi means born on Friday. And I found that at my, um, The, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting everything.
1: It -hmm. it, it was an
0: African uh, festival thing that I volunteered at and went to a couple of times way back in uh, D.C., but that's where I learned that the name Kofi means born on Friday. And I'm like, oh, if I was like born on the continent, my name might have been Kofi too. Mm Anyway whatever. Uh, Well, not whatever, but um, yeah, I've, I've said a lot. Anyway, I guess I'll save it for another time. And this week's topics are going to be as much Hold them up, hold them up, never do let them fall. Pray to the dust and the rust and the ruin that names us and claims us and shames us all. Mm. <laughs> With their bags up like I don't know why it's not coming to mind. But anyway, it I love that song highly. And ah, the topics for this week are hashtag foundational difference hashtag dating secrets hashtag realize accept hashtag black white now are you ready to get this show on the road i know you are right yeah yeah a night Hashtag foundational difference at Jamile Cannon, hashtag v 219 a
2: Everything that we accuse homeless people of is also true for rich people. They say homeless people have mental health issues, but so do rich people. So rich people have treatment, therapy, psychiatrists, where homeless people have to deal with their mental health crises out in public, where they're most likely be met with a police response. They say homeless people have drug addictions, so do rich people. Rich people can treat their psychiatrists like their personal drug dealers, and they often have the expendable income to not sacrifice their quality of life. Homeless people can have the same mental condition, just not the money to cover it, so they sacrifice more and more of themselves to feed the addiction. They say homeless people were violent, but homeless people are more likely to be victims of violence and perpetrators. Violent people exist across all social classes, but the risk to reward factors change when you have less. The fact that we see violence becoming more of an acute social problem the lower along the economic scale we go, should point to the real root cause of the issues. The truth of the matter is, the only foundational difference between people in different social classes is money. And any personal issue, whether it be a mental health crisis or a toothache, will become worse when you don't have money. So if we wanna solve the problems that we see coming from the lower classes of society, the answer won't be in character education or motivation. It's gonna be in money and resources. It's gonna be about making sure basic needs are met so small problems don't become large problems and impact the entire communities.
0: All right, and I will say My initial reaction is, absolutely. And I acknowledge how on Will & Grace, like way back in the day, Mm -hmm. I love me some Will & Grace. I used to love watching Will & Grace with my mommy. And Mm -hmm. Will & Grace, on Will & Grace, Karen's character, like she had all of this money and her thing was, it was a joke how she would use her psychiatrist as her drug dealer. But that's exactly what it is. You know, it's, they're able to get legal drugs when you have a certain amount of money. Legal drugs to feel a certain way. While other people or homeless people, as it's being talked about in this example, they have to resort to, less, uh, acceptable prop, uh, acceptable methods. Now, my connection, I will say as far as the homeless thing, when I get around with my walker and stuff and my complications that can be, you know, and also I dress really casually, very casually, <laughs> very easy breezy. I get mistaken as homeless. And that's just what it is. And it's a. it can be a, whatever it is. Now, people talk about money equaling the root of all evil and then say, well, it's not money itself. It's the desire of money. And I struggle with that mm-hmm. because it's like, well, are you saying that we shouldn't work to get the money to make life smoother. And what I realize is that, no, when they talk about money being the root of all evil, they're not just talking about people who have money or people who've worked to make money. They're also talking about the fact that money being this thing that makes the world go round can have anybody do wrong, evil things, and the wrong people, yeah, what people do to survive, having people do whatever they do to try to survive, and that's troublesome, and yes, capitalism has its benefits, and those on the top probably feel that us, who are currently bottom dwellers, just haven't played the game of life well, and <sighs> hmm. I won't go into that right now. <laughs> but as far as playing the game of life well, I'll take that in my one minute. Basic complexity. All
1: right. Um, would say the. That- I completely agree that the main issue um, when you get down to it is basically money. Should it be an issue? No, but it is. Um, Now, people with a good, very good, solid, foundation and money on nearly, on nearly every level, um, better off financially and are able to pay for their addiction. Not saying it's right, but that is what it is. And yeah, that's what I have.
0: Yeah, so many, I I, I won't say that because I don't want to seem like I'm encouraging it. By any means, addiction is not a good thing and not a good direction in which to take your life. No. Now, I will say, ultimately, all humanity is from Africa, and we all need to return to a kind of well, I I question. I'm like, well, maybe we should all return to a a butter, bartering system, like in the old days, like in the Eric Vadu music video for one of the, my favorite songs ever that I'll definitely name one week, but um, the Next Lifetime music video, how in the old days, you saw a scene of her going, and getting a thing from a woman and she paid the woman with beans or something. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, because money, I get it, the, the, the people are on top want to stay on top and want top to be a clearly defined thing. And I, I get it, I get it, And you know, it's it's not easy. You know, um, Mo Gawdat talks about uh, AI being so much smarter, and it's like I wonder if they'd be able to figure out stuff like that. Best way to handle that. Anyway, my one uh, sentence wrap-up thing is simple: monopoly example. Even when game, even when the game was obviously cheating, for the person who won, the, like this was a uh, test. Not a test, but um a study. And even when the people in charge of the study made the cheated for one particular person to win the game of monopoly and made it obviously cheated on them. the winner would still, once they get to the top, they wouldn't acknowledge that the odds were stacked in their favor, they would just be like, well, you know, you made some wrong choices um, in your game of uh, Monopoly, so that's why you're not where I am. And that's kind of unfortunately how things are with (sighs) humans and, and people at the top will often feel like, the people on the lower end are really just there because they didn't put in the hard work, even when things are obviously tilted in their favor. Mm -hmm. I say we need more compassion for our human siblings. That at the end of the sentence, basic complexity. Yes.
1: Can to make sure I get this um all right, so on a very extremely basic level, we are all different um but as I'm sorry but uh, but we are similar in many many different ways yeah so we're all different but we do kind of want the same thing that's what i have
0: okay and the hashtag verse tv family question the family yes or no question is If all income was made equal, might that make the world a better place for everyone? If we all had the same income? Yes or no? You can delve into more if you wish, but um, yes or no? Now, uh, yes or no for you, Basic Complexity, um, are you ready for the next topic? Yeah. Hashtag dating secrets at everything den some podcast hashtag verse TV two one nine b
2: we going through is we talking about that in the closet like we uh. ain't nobody like it's on some like he's got a twin brother uh. <laughs> like I'm not discussing <laughs> that but then how are you gonna react when people bring it to you I saw your man or I saw that you know people are gonna... and I saw your man <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, but since we're bringing it up, have you checked with him? Uh.
0: All right. Technically, you were supposed to be first for that one. So you can go first for this one and then we'll go back to the regular setup. Uh, All right.
1: And yeah, I did notice that from mm-hmm. Jump, but I just went along with it. Um, okay. So... Oh crap. Oh, there we go. All right, so I would say that that was so me at eighteen. Um young and naive me. Was standing up for my dude at that age. Um, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, I was simply, oh, I was really, um, ready to verbally, uh, battle anyone who interfered with my then relationship. And yeah, I learned later it was kind of pointless, but that was younger me. And that's what I have.
0: Oh, right. And I will say my initial reaction is I absolutely don't agree because sometimes partners can work to pull you away from your friends and family and connections as a way to sort of get in there so they can get to the point that you have no connections and they're free to abuse you to death without any retribution. And that's a problem. And deep, yeah. This is a deep, honest connection of mine. And an ex of mine one time did gently put his hands around my neck in an angry moment when we were all upset. And he put his hands around my neck and. I don't like my honest sharing with. Yes. And that partner didn't like the fact that I would share everything with my best friend. And he would be like, you shouldn't be sharing that with everybody. You should be uh, just keeping that in the relationship don't tell anybody that and he's the one who put his hands around my neck Mm. and i will also go to and paul mooney referenced this in a stand-up thing but but i think it makes a really good point talking about latoya jackson when her husband Mm. threw an iron chair at her And it's like Paul Mooney made the point that he didn't start off throwing an iron chair at her. That was not the first sign of offense. The first sign of a physical abuse might have been him gently putting his hands around her neck to put her in her place. And then it evolved to him throwing an iron chair at her. So th- that, that's why it's really difficult w- with stuff like that. And people think dealing with, oh gosh, yeah, I'm really honest with y'all. People think that uh, dealing with my current diagnosis, MS diagnosis struggles can be uh, kind and admirable in the beginning, but then it can become boring and tiresome and stressful. Toward the end, and I, I really do fear abuse in relationships, particularly due to that. Particular, like he was one of those guys that got bored with it, like it was cool, and I was like, "Mm, no, and yeah, like it. I'll save it for the, the one minute, I guess. I don't know, but it'll be something. But uh, your one minute? Um, basically,
1: that I learned over the following years after that relationship um, to Be more alert, and I guess cognizant um, of everything, and my immediate, in my immediate circle. Yeah, and sometimes gotta. Cut some things off. So I learned when
0: to say bye, peace out. <laughs> All right. And that that's a great place. And yes, I fear abuse. For myself, and I think about the show, not show, the old gay classic film, mm-hmm. um, not being Mary Jane. Uh, Whatever happened to Baby Jane, starring Joan Crawford and Betty Davis, or Betty Davis and Joan Crawford? It's a gay classic. Mm-hmm. Look it up. <laughs> and in the movie Joan Crawford, I don't need to go into the whole movie. But suffice it to say, it ended up a situation where one of the sisters was taking care of her invalid other sister and some abuse came. And It's like that's a, a scary situation. Now, as far as the somebody bringing the news up, girl, I saw your man <laughs> like that's messy and. I'm 40, so (laughs) no, no. You know, that's a a waste. And I will say Kiki's response is appropriate for those such childish games. And, yeah, um, and I disagree with basic complexity on this, and I'm going to take an extra second. Go for it. And I was talking to him, before the, the show, how I don't feel it is another person's business to come to somebody on some, hey, I saw your partner do such and such. Your partner was cheating on you. And I know it. I know it. And I'm going to tell you because I saw your partner was cheating. And I know what you're going to say. So I'm going to um, counter that before you can speak so you can respond to everything. But my position is always, when it comes to people in a relationship, you never know the rules of their relationship. You never know what exactly they allow. You don't know that 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 your friend was said to his or her partner that you know what, you can cheat on me i just never ever ever want to find out about it but you, you or, or you can sleep around on me i just never want to find about it i want you to always come home to me which is a song, another song that i love i already referenced it um by uh, mickey howard come home to me it's a beautiful song and as far as that, I don't think that um, you ever should tell. I, I I just don't think so. But I know you do think that uh, you should tell. What do you say to that? All
1: right. On the base level, I do think you should, even if it's really subliminal, I think you should at least hint that something right. Um, And I mean, fully saying something, I'm fully aware that varies from person to person, but speaking as someone who was definitely cheated on, at a young age, and I was like so into him, and people were, well, people were definitely trying to break us up. So, yeah, I didn't pay attention to what a lot of people said, not until I got proof. And that was a whole different story. But yeah, like I would just say when I was younger, especially at the age of 18, um, the, the age, 18 year old, naïve me. I ain't no better. So, yeah, I, I definitely let a lot like slip past me. I ain't make a big deal out of it at first. So I got solid proof. Then I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not doing this. So, yeah, that varies. I know I fully get that varies from person to person. But just with me at that young age, I was like in love and infatuated with Duke. So, yeah, I always thought people were trying to break us up for whatever reason, and in the long run, yeah, he did cheat out ever many times. I stopped counting at five. I was like, "All right, however many more it is, you got it," but I ain't done with it. So, <laughs> yeah, that was definitely before the MSN, all of that, um, but the plus side is that I did not go as psycho as I could have. I played it real quick. Cool. Okay, like um, done, <sighs> hmm.
0: and it looks like, and I might be misreading, but it looks like basically, uh, you and Quincy, um, are on that side of telling, and I'm on my side. But that's okay. I know it's it's not a popular opinion, but I feel the way that I do, because you never know. You don't know. Yeah, true. Anyway, all right. Now, are we ready for topic C? And you will be first again. OK. Hashtag First TV, I'm Aaron Mack.
1: Kevin, a.k.a. Basic Complex
0: today. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV Family. 219.